0: Hey, it's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on SiriusXM XM Patriot. Sometimes, I have to scratch my head, sometimes common sense fails miserably. I, I have no other way to say it. When it comes to... Abortion, it's clearly a a topic that will probably go unresolved in this country. There will be a battle for a very long time. When it comes to children who survive an abortion, common sense would dictate that if there is a living being, that that life be protected. That would seem to be beyond debate now that varies by state and certainly in virginia and in other states you've seen significant efforts when it comes to what happens to a baby who survives an abortion congressman rob whitman uh owes his life to his mother's decision to give him a chance to live he joins me now as a co-sponsor of the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. Congressman, great to have you here.
1: David, great to be back with you. And boy, you point out something that should be fundamental to everybody. This is just, this is just the element that should be common to all human beings. And that is to protect life. If a newborn survives an abortion or an attempted abortion, you know, all proper degrees of care should be rendered to that individual. We would do that in any other circumstance, any other circumstance, except when there is an abortion that is not successful or an attempted abortion. To, to me, it's just, it's fundamental to who we are as human beings. And as you point out, to me, it's, you know, it's it's especially important because if it weren't for my biological mother making the decision to bring me into the world, then I wouldn't be here today. So to me, this is just,
0: it should be something, just as you say, it should be something that everybody can agree upon. Do you think, and as I mentioned, the the argument over abortion, the debate, if you will, I don't think we'll ever end. Uh, You know, that part of it. Do you think we can ever separate what we're talking about here, which is, Put aside that first argument and go to the point of, if there is a living being in front of you, a human being, I, and I, I'll be fair and say, regardless of how you got to that point, you protect that life. You do everything to save that life, just like you would in any other circumstance. I, I, it's almost incomprehensible that that can't be given just that simple consideration,
1: David, you would think so. You would think it would just be common sense for those folks that, that for whatever reason don't support this, do support making every, every effort under the standards of care to take care of any other individual, anybody, newborn uh, to, to, to end of life. So if you agree upon that, why, why would you make a distinction to say uh, a newborn that survived an abortion should be treated any differently? There's just not a logical reason why you would do that other than there just being something that's political. But if you look at it just from the grounds of morality, of doing the right thing, of doing the moral thing, then everybody should be able to agree that you know a healthcare practitioner, whoever it may be, has to exercise the proper degree of care. Uh, In the case of a child who survives an abortion or attempted abortion, just fundamental, we should be able to agree upon that.
0: If a child is a survivor, let's say there's a pregnant mother, there's a tragic accident, the mother dies, the child is born, they'll do everything to save that life. And they should. So again, I, I I look at that, maybe that, that line that's there where no matter what happened prior to, whether it's an attempted abortion, a tragic accident, uh, something that's unknown, but there's a baby born, there's a baby alive in front of you. What has been the pushback and who was giving this bill uh, pushback that it shouldn't be put through the committee, put through committee and then brought to the floor?
1: Well, the speaker has full control as to whether this bill comes to the floor now and also the committee chairman on the committees that the bill would go before. Now, they are all silent on this, but uh, I I just I just don't see that there is a reason there other than uh, maybe on their side. There's a belief that if you were to agree upon this, that that would open the debate about. You know abortion itself or at what point should you maybe even limit abortions because you know the debate is late-term abortions also so i the only thing that i can i can figure david is that there's a concern on their side that if they open the door to this which is just basic respect and protection of human life if they open the door to this somehow it weakens their argument and all all of these other areas I, i mean i don't necessarily see it as that i see this as just a clear distinction between what is right and what is wrong, between protecting life and doing everything we can, which in any every other circumstance, David, we would do. We would, we would take all, all proper degrees of care in any other circumstance, except now when there's an abortion or an attempted abortion. It just doesn't make sense. And you cannot reconcile that, I believe, from a moral argument standpoint.
0: See, I think this was smart a smart proposal in the sense that it again back to my example of whether it's a traffic accident or an abortion just to use two different circumstances but the end result or the next result maybe not the end is the right word but the next result is an alive a baby alive the baby doesn't know why they're alive at that point they're simply alive I think this is a smart proposal I you know I, I I'm Back to maybe your earlier point that this has to be politics or concern that if you open the door to this discussion in some way, you would then open the door to the next level discussions about late term abortions, uh, you know, at what point it is or is not, other circumstances around this, Uh, you know, it seems like that's the environment you're dealing in. David, that seems to be the world that we live in today. But you would
1: think, you would think, just the basic level of humanity would prevail here, and that is to agree that that we as human beings uh, should do everything we can to take care of, in this case, a newborn that survives an abortion or attains an abortion. It just, it just is confounding to me, and you and you cannot, in any sort of rational way, distinguish this. From any other argument that we have an obligation to exercise all reasonable and proper elements of care for for anyone else, uh, you know if it, it you know separate from a newborn that survives uh, an abortion or attempts an abortion it just it just just doesn't doesn't make sense and, and as you said you, you don't hear an argument from the other side as to why they they don't believe that this uh, should be a bill that at least gets a hearing, or at least comes to the floor for, for a vote, because uh, I, I just don't see that there's any sort of any sort of rational argument that you can make to say yes, you know you need to have this uh, this uh, unfortunate uh, situation where you know they don't make all attempts to uh, take care of a newborn that survived an abortion or an attempted abortion.
0: Well, we will uh, keep a close eye on this, along with the Adoption Information Act that requires uh, that would require family planning services to provide adoption information uh, as an alternative to abortion. So these two combined could not only provide life, but provide information to make a decision. Uh, I think this is a smart approach. Uh, you know, step by step is how you have to address some of these issues congressman thank you
1: well thank you david and the good news is we've had over two hundred republicans sign a discharge petition which would force the speaker to bring this to the floor and as you point out too, incredibly important to make sure that uh, that those mothers in crisis pregnancies truly understand the full scope of options available to them
0: Yeah, us they they have a difficult enough moment or difficult enough circumstance Uh, provide the information representative Rob Whitman uh, thank you David thanks again all right let's uh, go to Lou in Florida all right Lou you want to weigh in on this what's up
2: yes uh, I was uh, I'm I'm for pro-choice when the baby is born there's only two choices keep keep the baby or give it up for adoption nothing else that's it that's what your choices are at that point I'm sorry that that's the way it needs to be. I know you just hinted at it, but what really puzzles me is that if 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 um, if if the, the the liberal and the Democrats believe in open borders, okay, then why? Oh, I'm sorry. If they believe in 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 uh, women's right to choose, then why are they against open borders? After all, they both they both do the same. Thing they prevent or allow a citizen or a human being to enter this country. It's the same thing, you know. And 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 contraception is 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 like uh, having a wall. I mean, it it, is tremendous.
0: The analogy is not working. I get the the intent and the idea, but. Let's keep those two separate, in my opinion, Lou. I, I get the okay, intent of no what problem. you're trying to say. But, but, you know, to the point of, you know, information and choice, it, again, simple line of demarcation. Let, let's, let's use, shall we say, possibly legislative common sense, or I don't know, that combined with common sense. The baby doesn't know if it's from a tragic accident. Unfortunately, pregnant mothers do get into accidents. A baby is born. The mother dies. If the baby is born at that accident site, do they not treat the baby the same way they should treat? I don't know. Lou, I sometimes just scratch my head and look for common sense, my friend. Thank you.
2: Uh, all right, thank you.
0: All right, let's go to oh, we got a few minutes left. Amanda Maryland, eight six, six, nine five Patriot. Go ahead, Amanda.
3: Hey Dave, good morning. Morning. Happy Monday.
0: It is the start of the week. I don't know when the week ended, but it's the start of the next week, <laughs> at least. It yeah, work. it
3: is. It's all, run to, it's all been running together since COVID began. <laughs> so I, I want to jump back. I, I respect the congressman's uh, viewpoint on abortion. And, you know, as a daily listener, I could talk to you about so many things, but I want to jump back to Maxine Waters. Like, this is the third time that, everybody in this country knows about, that she has incited violence. Why does nothing happen to her? A president can say, I know that soon some of you will march peacefully and patriotically over to the Capitol to make your voices heard. Impeachment filing. Maxine Waters is telling people to get up in Trump supporters' face, be confrontational, make a scene, all of which is illegal and inciting a riot and, a vi- and violence, and nothing happens. So, so I'm as angry at the Republicans at the moment as I am as the Democrats.
0: Because yeah. nobody's doing it. If, if anything. nothing else, stand up in Congress. You won't get it probably ever to the floor or out of committee. I'm not sure how. But how about why? running to one of the pressers and standing up? Well, because the Democrats are in charge. But how about right. calling a press conference to condemn her outright for literally calling for violence? I mean, it's exactly. it's not. Right. It's not a hard one. From this California, is not a, Why is she?
3: Why is she in Minneapolis anyway? Well,
0: look, she has a right to go wherever she wants. She doesn't have a right sure. to call for violence.
3: Exactly. So this is, in my opinion, this continues to push the BS narrative for the Democrats. All the Hunter laptop, that's just like what they pulled with Hillary. Nothing ever happens. It can't be true.
0: So well nothing was ever brought up for investigation so it was never true if it's brought up for investigation it might lead to actual you know prosecutorial process and even then they'd claim it wasn't true no Amanda it's a shell game and unfortunately we're not in on the we're not in on the con we're just the victims of it thanks for the call Amanda I'll uh, wrap up the hour now talked about maxine waters i'll get into that in the next hour uh cully Stimson, deputy director of the edwin Meese center for legal and judicial studies rioting looting well not an acceptable response to police misconduct we'll talk to cully next you can join me live on the david webb show monday to friday nine to noon east on sirius xm patriot 125